Nets doing a nice job. Guy coaches the team well. He coached it well last year. I didn't like what I was hearing from uh, the buzz with the players with Hornacek. It did not sound very positive. sounded very negative. How concerned are you with what the Knicks look like and where they're headed right now? Well, I, I think in a certain way what Courtney Lee said, um, because he has been in the league for a very long time and he has played for a lot of different coaches, um, if indeed you know what he said was accurate, uh, is a problem, then that has to be adjusted. That has to be figured out. Uh, you're talking about a lot of different people who are learning a new system. Uh, I would say the offense is 75% new to a certain degree. There's some stuff that's still in there from last year. Uh, but when you have a lot of new people, especially the point guards and their situations, uh, guys coming in off the bench are also new. There's a ton of new people. Now you're trying to learn this stuff on the fly. You get into a road building like Oklahoma City, like Boston, and uh, not everyone's on the same page. It can get frustrating. Are you concerned with, with right now with what you're seeing? Are you, and it's not fair to put you on the spot. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm just asking you for what you're seeing right now. You see him every day. Uh, are you, do you see any promise, any progress, or is it – it, does it look as bad as Lee made it seem? Uh, I think you've got to look at it in a, a bigger sort of a scope. If you're looking at their October schedule, the three road games are at Oklahoma, at Boston, at Cleveland. Obviously, three of the toughest places to play in the entire league. Then you've got three home games, Detroit, Brooklyn, and Denver. Denver comes on a back-to-back, so... What you were expecting for, what, what the expectations were of a lot of new people playing together, new point guards being together, um, what exactly are you thinking? Now, what exactly has happened in the games? Um, I think the two road games, uh, team kind of had some bad runs, kind of fell apart, uh, major problems in those situations. But the game at home, uh, they definitely had a chance to win. It was a matter of guarding on the perimeter in the second half. They didn't do that. You don't like to see that. But everyone's getting their legs, and everyone is trying to get in game shape. And I think that's the problem that you see right now in all three of the games where Lee and Hardaway and the rest of the guards are not shooting the ball very well. They're taking good shots. It's not like the offense isn't uh, creating good shots. It is uh, on, for the most part. And, uh, you know, shots just aren't going down. There's a lot more cutting in this offense, uh, per se. Uh, the passes are longer, though, at times around the arc. And so the timing of when a guy might be open off a screen or off a cut isn't exactly there uh, at this point, and that needs to get better. Talking with Brendan Brown, Knicks and Nets tonight. Uh, again, this might not be fair to, to do this to you, but I'll, I'll, I'll ask it, and you can finesse it any way you want. You're a, you're a, you're a coach. You're, you're from a coaching family. You're a coach yourself. I mean, you, you, you think like a coach, you watch the game like a coach. You you're brought up under a great coach. Um, are you concerned with what you see from, from the head coach right now? Is he, is, is he got himself on a minefield where it's going to blow up on him or do you think he's going to be okay? I would say it's only three games right now. Um, you know, the, the the two games that you lost big, that wasn't very promising, and there were some difficult stretches with turnovers and poor defense and everything else. And um, it's a matter of, I think, moving forward. you got a game tonight where Brooklyn's playing very well. Yep. 
They're playing very fast. Uh, they get off to good starts in the games. And, uh, you know, even LeBron and some of the other Cavaliers said the other night, we weren't ready for their pace. So if that is the case, then, you know, you head into a game tonight, Knicks need to get a win. They need to get off to Schneid and play some good basketball. Uh, they have a chance to play good offensive basketball tonight. But, you know, are you going to micromanage the game or, or not? Um, you know, if you get in some holes, are you going to, you know, eliminate that quickly, stop the game, call timeouts, you know, maybe just not do substitutions, but really try to have the hammer down on this game a little bit tonight. And it will be a game that will be very up and down, in my opinion, very exciting at times uh, from both teams, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, how do you coach it? And then, Mike, this is a big deal. You know, I talked to Mike Green about this, who was around the, the league at the end. Uh, I'm sorry, in the exhibition season. <clears throat> and he talked to various coaches about this two timeouts in the last three minutes of a game. Yep. And it makes the game incredibly, incredibly different as to how you coach it, how you try to do your subs, you know, how you have to do that. So if that comes up in this game tonight, like it did against Detroit last Saturday, Knicks had a chance to win. It's a one-possession game. Um, you know, how do you handle that? You're trying to get into a rhythm of doing that. And, and also, they don't have the leadership on the court that they need. I mean, they clearly don't. I mean, that's obvious. But I, I just wonder, you know, let's be honest. The voices from, their co- from the players were pretty much an indictment of Hornacek. They really were. They were pretty, they were pretty uh, targeted indictments of the head coach. So I, that, that was why I wondered if it was alarming what was going on right now. I mean, I go back to the same thing again. You know, they could have played better. In Oklahoma City, might not have won the game. They could have played better in Boston, not might, might not have won a game. They could have won against Detroit. Uh, you have a chance to win tonight, although we know Brooklyn's playing well. So I think what it kind of comes down to is if you play better basketball and you don't turn the ball over and you make some shots and you get everything going a little bit, then the system seems like it's working a little bit more especially when you have this many new people and you've installed what is like 75% a new offense. And let's be honest, uh, Brooklyn's well coached. Uh, You know, that uh, Atkinson is a good coach. He was a good coach last year. He's a solid coach. He knows what he's doing. And he's, he got hit. That team plays hard. Yeah. I wrote an article or read an article when I was writing something up at the end of last season about what Brooklyn does and what they don't do. And it was an article about, you know, here are five reasons statistically uh, of why Brooklyn is doing some of the things that if you look league-wide, they are good. And they were in the top five in uh, three-point attempts. They were in the top five in driving the ball to the basket. And then they had a couple of other stats in there that were pretty decent, even though the team didn't win a lot of games. But what I see from them, I see a, a fair amount of young guys and I see a lot of quickness. You see quickness on the offensive end. You see quickness from the defensive end. Uh, their second unit is probably a better, quicker transition, quicker help defense sort of a thing. Now, they're giving up a ton of points and because they, they will foul and they will put you on the foul line. But Atkinson's doing a good job, and it's pretty indicative of what they want to do. If you look at their win over Cleveland, uh, Moskov only played 13 minutes. The rookie, Jared Allen, only played 12. 
So that means that's 25 of the 48 minutes. They're in small ball the other 23 minutes of the game with AC and Booker playing up front. Yep. And those guys are tough guys. Uh, they're unwilling to back down. Uh, AC's turned into a good three-point shooter. So they have good quickness end-to-end. They have good length on the wings. And I think that makes it a little bit easier, you know, for Kenny to put in his stuff. And that makes it a tough matchup for Canada tonight, too. It, it does, but uh, he's going to do his—he's going to do his business on the other end of the floor, obviously. I, I agree with you, and but one thing, like, is we're looking at the Knicks and what's gone, you know, right and what's gone wrong in just a three-game sample. The big men are playing pretty well. Porzingis uh, didn't shoot well in Boston, but Canner was outstanding. The game against Detroit, O'Quinn, Kanter, and Porzingis were absolutely fantastic. So, uh, you know, when Mozgov's not in there, they've got a match to Kanter. Now Booker will fight him. He'll they'll front him. He'll three-quarter him. He'll run with him and everything else. But, uh, you know, Kanter could have, you know, if he's willing to trade ends, he can get to the glass just like he did in Boston and do good work. And uh, that will be the challenge tonight. Yeah, well, listen, he'll hurt them on one end, but he'll get hurt on the other end. Is what's going to happen? You know, we can see. Yeah. Uh, depending on what Brooklyn does, Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn shoots the ball so quickly, they very rarely run what you would call a quote-unquote traditional NBA half-court set. They run a lot of secondary breaks right. that Kenny brought from Atlanta and Budenholzer brought some of those from San Antonio, and uh, they shoot so quickly that their big men sometimes aren't really involved in the offense except to screen and then maybe take a quick shot themselves. So it's a challenge. Uh, I think when Kanter and Porzingis go to the offensive glass, both of them, you know, if they don't get the ball, they get the hand, you know, hands on balls. We've seen that, that uh, there's a lot of size on the glass. Uh, you know, so that's good in a way because you always get fouled if you get an offensive rebound, but, you know, in in reality, you're talking about transition defense, and you know, will there be different lineup adjustments tonight? Um, give me a thought before I let you go. Was on with Brendan Brown. Give me a thought on the point guards and where they are right now. Well, I, I think that uh, what has happened, and it happened in the third quarter of the Detroit game when the other team walks into the secondary breaks that the Knicks are running. And they take away Lee and Hardaway on the wings. And then they kind of walk into some other things. Then the Knicks will go into a lot of pick and roll. And I don't see where any of the Knicks point guards are doing much in pick and roll. They're not trying to split. They're not trying to turn the corner. Uh, So if you run X amount of pick and rolls and it's neutral almost every time you run one, then you're just burning up clock and then you're deep in the shot clock and <clears throat> sort of an issue. Now, Brooklyn, ironically, they, at the beginning of the game, will sag back off all pick and rolls. So if the, if the guy who's the handler just turns a corner, he can get a 15-, 12-, 10-foot shot, and they'll give that up. Uh, now, later in the game, Hollis Jefferson, A.C. Booker, they're all quick. If they want to jump out, if they want to trap, if they even want to switch, they're okay. But tonight is a good night for Nick point guards, you know, to try to get something for themselves. They don't even have to create. They can just get it for themselves if they're just a little bit of aggressive. Um, have you seen enough of the rookie to even get a, a feel for him yet or no? No, I, I haven't seen enough. Um, we were hoping to see him in the summer league. 
I did those games on TV, and, you know, it just wasn't a great idea to play him there. And then he just played the one preseason game. Uh, what has been said about him in training camp and in the practices is that he picks up things very quickly. He has a good presence. Uh, he doesn't look like he's lost at all. Uh, he asks good questions. Um, so he seems to have a mind, you know, for playing the professional game and playing the NBA game. But, you know, it's a matter of him getting out there trying to do it. Uh, if anything, those minutes he played at Oklahoma City, he was – a little rushed, I think, naturally, like anyone would be in their first game. Do you think, Brendan, uh, it's fair to just say everyone can settle down and give Hornacek a little time here, or does Hornacek really have to connect with his team and get to pushing him a little bit here, or he's in trouble? Well, I, I think you got to win some home games. I mean, when it, when it comes down to it, uh, you have a good chance tonight. You have a good chance on Monday, although it'll be on a back-to-back. Uh, the team is at home a lot in November. Um, there's a string of home games. At one point, I think they play four in a row. And uh, it is a new group of people trying to adapt to some different things. I, I think something that you saw at the end of the Detroit game is, okay, no Carmel Anthony, no Derek Rose, you know, to be your closer. What exactly are you going to try to do? And then you're dealing with that two timeouts, in the last three minutes of the game thing, and you, you got to make up your mind about what you want to run, what you want to try to execute. You know, obviously, if they want to go through Porzingis, and Porzingis was taken away, then where are you going? And you have so many new people playing together, that just doesn't happen overnight. Um, it takes more close games that you got to be in to, uh, you know, figure that out, and hopefully over time. Uh, you know, they'll figure out some things that they like to do that will create quality shots. I appreciate it. We'll, te- we'll check you in about 10 games, see how things are going. Thanks for jumping on. Appreciate it very much. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. All right.